The Sportszilla Show. Getty's watching a very important Mid-Atlantic Hockey League Conference semifinal do-over game. Hold the black label, Mabel. The Utica Mohawks beat Mavrudis as broken through the top defense. He winds up for the shot, and Delacroix slides in front. You're supposed to be spending time with your daughter. I will when it's not sports season. I just want to know how the game is. And this game is over! Unbelievable! You'll never see anything like that again. Here at Utica's Kill Quick Rep Poison Arena. What was the score? Once again, today's final score yeah. is already in the books. Good night. Oh! It's the Sportzilla Show on ESPN Radio Utica Rome. Here's Rain, Scoop, and Matt. Welcome to the Sportzilla Show, uh, bright and early on. Now it's late. It's late morning. What am I talking about? ESPN Utica Row. My name is Rain. Matt Page is here. Say hello to everybody. What's up? Scoop is here. Welcome, welcome. Uh, I want to start from the end and work our way back to where, where we're going to start off today. We have the voice of the Golden State Warriors. One time he was at Utica College and then he broadcast a whole bunch of sports, but he's been there pushing 30 years now. Tim Roy, the voice of the Golden State Warriors, it's a dynasty, three out of four NBA championships, and obviously back-to-back. We'll talk to him at noon today. Dan Duva, formerly the voice of the Syracuse Crunch. I know, bitter rival for the Utica Comets scoop. I don't know how you feel about talking to Duva. Well, you know, Vegas Golden Knights now. There's a lot of interesting things to talk to him. About. He is the, the very first radio voice and a good friend. We've had him on the program before. I've known him for a long time as he was a member of Galaxy Media as well on ESPN Radio, our brother station out in Syracuse. He will join us at about 11.30, so we're 30 minutes away from that. We do want to break down the NHL draft, which happened. Obviously, the NBA draft is something to talk about. Free agency in both sports. Uh, But since we're going to take you straight up until New York Yankees pregame, they play Tampa today. Let's start off with baseball. And let's, uh, of course, welcome in. First of all, I want to thank Angelo in the back, who always hooks it up and brings everybody in here. He doesn't get a lot of time to talk. What is the message? Sneak in here. What's the message everybody needs to know? Going to Watertown, the bus leaves at noon. Utica Blue Sox. Utica Blue Sox are, are heading out of town today. But home is, tomorrow. But home tomorrow. Is there any messages we want to get out to the fans from, because uh, like, you do everything. You do everything. We know this. What do we got to tell them quick before we get the players in here? Uh, just come out and support the team. I mean, the team's doing well. They're on a three-game win streak. Uh, game and a half out of first place. They really want your support. We got games Monday and Wednesday and Saturday this week. So come out and support the team. Wednesday's free, by the way. Wednesday, yeah, Wednesdays are free. free, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's something to look into. Uh, UticaBlueSox.net is the website. It should take care of everything you need. Uh, we're going to slide Angelo back. That was your time to talk, man. We, <laughs> we did it to him last time, too. Come on in, guys. We have Khalid Cox here, and we have uh, JT or Josh Gosweiler. It's fair to say two of the better players on the Utica Blue Sox. Um, Khalid more on the offensive side of it. JT, of course, on the pitching side of it. A pitcher of the week. I want to let Scoop... It's like a week ago you were the PGCBL uh, pitcher of the week. Uh, yeah, it was pretty uh, pretty cool to be honored uh, for that. Can I give the numbers that I gave out yeah, before? Yeah, yeah, just, just to prove this, because I want Scoop to really take the lead on this, because he knows what's up. But eight games pitched for, for uh, JT, 234 ERA. And he said he was, uh, yesterday. I don't know about that, man. But 14 strikeouts, one walk on the season in 7.2 innings pitched. That's a 14-to-1 strikeout-to-walk ratio. That's phenomenal, man. No wonder you're the, the pitcher of the week. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, it, it's was. it been a lot this season. Um, just getting into things and uh, getting into a routine. But um, I'm loving uh, the atmosphere we put out as a team. And uh, I just get out there and I pitch for my guys. And Khalid is here as well from Savannah State. JT, you're from uh, Iona. 
let's talk about last night. Elmira, 12-5 win. Uh, Khalid, you are three for five, and you have been hitting some moonshots at Murnane Field. Uh, you know, you strike out a little bit, but I, th- I think you're an interesting player because I- I've seen you play like all over the outfield. I didn't know that you actually pitch uh, occasionally, maybe one or two games a year for Savannah State uh, over the last couple of seasons. He's leading the team with four home runs so far. Go ahead, Khalid. Um, yeah, I, I pitch a little bit. I pitched a lot more in my freshman year because I think they needed me more in a pitching rotation and they needed me more in the outfield my sophomore and junior year. But I'm just uh, just playing the game and whoever they need me to play, I'll play it. Now, you said you have more home runs now in this short period of time than you did all last year during your Savannah State season? Yeah. Uh, right now, I have about 50 or 52 at-bats. I got four home runs. This past year at Savannah State, I had three home runs and 110 at-bats. So. You're right, 52 at-bats. I got the updated stats right in front of me. Go ahead. Oh, oh <laughs> Talk, it's, man. it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, I just I think it's just one thing I was I needed and one thing to click, and I think it just clicked one day. And it just been, I've just been on a roll ever since so aluminum or wood bats though i mean there's a big difference and you're hitting these with a wood bat uh hey if you can hit it good <laughs> it's gonna go no matter what you use so that's you've cited that some of your baseball heroes jackie robinson william mays uh ken griffey jr ricky henderson i had this flashback when i saw you walk into the batter's box and i didn't know any of that at the time but i was like man i'm you got this sort of calm swing, calm demeanor up there, real easy swing, like just kind of settle in. I flashed on Willie Mays right away uh, when I saw you step up there. And, it, of course, then <laughs> I think one of the first times I saw you hit was that center field shot at Renane Field and that big, huge comeback win that you guys had with uh, like 11 runs in the eighth inning a couple weeks ago. Uh Talk about uh, some of your baseball heroes and how you'd like to meet some of those guys and uh, how they've influenced your style of play. Um, I mean, when a lot of guys don't even know about Willie Mays and Jackie Robinson, you know. I mean, it's it because it, you're a younger guy. Yeah, yeah, yes, sir. But uh, I've been blessed to to have um, uh, family members that also play baseball, and they talk to me about guys that were around that they used to watch and. That when when I wasn't around or when I wasn't thought of or, or born in anything, and I would go, you know, you have YouTube, you can look at some clips of them and everything. You got Willie Mays the catch, he runs over, he runs uh, straight back and catch the ball over his shoulder. Polo grounds, yeah, yeah. just amazing, just an amazing catch. It's legendary. Crane Griffey Jr. It's like climbing every, the wall. Everything the the spider catch where he runs and he jumps. He catches the ball, breaks his wrist. Yep. And well, he climbs the wall. That or... was against the Yankees, actually. That play. Oh, nice. That, nice, that game yeah. was against the Yankees. I didn't. I didn't know that. It just him hitting moonshots to to wherever. Like, I don't know he... if it was against the Yankees. By the way, I just made that up. <laughs> no, <Nah, laughs> it's not good. No, nah, it's just he pulls the ball, hit a moonshot. Or he he uh, takes the pitch out of the way, smokes it, left center gap home run. Smooth, calm demeanor, always smiling, laughing, having having a good time. And and I know there was a commercial when I was younger. And there was a ball that was hit, and he was, like, running. And he just keep running, keep running. And then at one point, he's like, is a funeral going by? He's like, stop. 
and he takes his hat off. Yeah. You know, and he goes like all the way to China or something. <laughs> <laughs> and he catches the ball and the dude tries to go home and he he guns the guy out. It's like one of the best commercials I've ever I've ever watched. Been in love with him ever since. Can we ask I wanna ask you, we're talking about we're talking about your influences, Khalid. Can we ask JT, who are some of your influences or pitchers that you model your game after? Uh, you know, some of your baseball heroes or guys that made you wanna be a pitcher and and maybe some maybe uh mechanics that you follow, guys that you kind of look to? Uh, mechanically wise, uh, I kind of came up with my own thing, but uh, of course, uh, more recently, uh, Max Scherzer. Uh, I modeled my game after he he plays the game. He's real emotional on the mound, and uh, he um, he just plays the game right, and I, I love I love his uh, swagger on the mound, and it's, it's just really intense, and I try to uh, make myself after him. Model that intensity almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah when he, he when he stands on the mound before before he pitch, you feel like like there's no way this guy's gonna hit this. He's, he just owns you mentally before you even do anything else. I was gonna ask both of you guys, how does it feel in the clubhouse? It looks very like a um, close knit group here. Um, just from the stands, we can see it. How does it feel on your guys' end? Uh, it's it's phenomenal. I love it. It's it's such a it's it's such a close atmosphere, and it, it was that like from day one, which was crazy. Like it was almost an instant like because you you guys only had a week yeah before you guys started had, playing, right? I think we had like three days before okay. we started playing, and we had I think we had two two or three days of uh, two day practices, and those just got us really close, and uh, it it went from there. It just picked up. It was there's there's a culture that we've started on this team that it, it's just it's wonderful. And uh, everyone wants to play. Everyone wants to be the best they can and give 110%. It is the Sports Illustrated Show on ESPN Utica Rome. We are with the Utica Blue Sox, Khalid Cox and JT Gosweiler. And again, on that same theme, one of the things that I've noticed, it really is different watching you guys in the dugout, supporting your teammates, actually getting out of the dugout, really into the game, cheering them on, as opposed to the other teams that come in here. Yeah, you know, everybody claps, you know, when they're for one another when they get up to bat. But you guys are talking, and there's a lot of there's cheering going on, and everybody on the is off the bench. Even everybody, so much so where the ump looked like on Wednesday he was talking to you guys. I, I, I thought at one point the, the ump was telling you guys maybe to back up a little bit because – because you guys are always into the game and you're always supporting one another. You're always talking. I've noticed you talk to other, you know, batters who, who you know, who are going up. Hey, you know, like you're you're giving one another pointers on on pitchers. It really is a, a unique culture, and it looks like you guys are having a lot of fun. You know? Uh, yeah, yeah. We we have we definitely have a lot of fun, and it's just I think we have a lot of. Jokesters on the team, per se, yeah, and <laughs> and nobody's ever safe. That's 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 safe to say. Nobody's ever safe. Well, you know, what it, I mean? it keeps it loose. Yeah, yeah. can I? I mean, I want to interject. We had Ben, uh, Julian, we had we had Doug, and we had Joe Martinez, and I mean, the coaches are obviously letting you guys really enjoy yourself and do that. A lot of coaches wouldn't do that. A lot of coaching Correct. staffs are a little bit more stuffy, but they're letting you guys enjoy the game because. First of all, and I have to interject, the passion that those three guys have just for the game of baseball, it's infectious, and it seems like it's filtered down into the team. Guys, talk on that. Uh, yeah, I, I really think that it, that's definitely true, and I feel it starts from the top. It, starts, it always starts from the top. The They set the tone from day one. They, they wasn't going to sit there and, and let us do whatever we want, but they were going to lead us in the right direction, and they were going to let us have fun doing it. So, and I... 
And I think they're very passionate and enthusiastic coaches. And Coach Jules, they're definitely really, really passionate right before the games. Give us a pep talk and, and what we need to do and, and focus up and have fun. You know what I mean? But but still be intense about it, you know? He Yeah, uh, Joe said when we had him in, in the coaching staff in general, the first week or so of the season, they were like, let's just let these guys play. And then they kind of stepped in a little bit, and then we're doing a little coaching here, a little coaching there, a little coaching here. As long as they're doing their work, we're gonna let you guys go. Go ahead and talk on that. Um, yeah, uh, they um, they kind of just like like you said, they set they set a tone, and um, we'll have um, we'll have we'll have missteps here and there, but they they always they always come back and, and make sure that we we get back on track and. Uh, just win, and uh, they've done a great job. We, I, I don't think uh, we've had too many, uh, too big of a losing streak, and we, we always come back and win. And and um, they're real supportive of us. And um, I just can't say enough good things about these guys. They're awesome. Great experience, man. Now, Doug Gillette, um, obviously, he's your pitching coach. Uh, what have you learned from him that you haven't learned from college yet? Um, or has he kind of re-enhanced some things? Yeah, he's really re-enhanced some things. Uh, specifically with my back leg, he, he's he been preaching back leg power and, and being in that starting position. Um, my, my my stance, I'm kind of I'm kind of lowered into the ground already with my uh, my knee bent, and it's kind of just uh, just driving that power. And he really preaches that, and I'm uh, I've uh, bought into that mentality of just having uh, power right off the bat. Khalid, now that you've uh, crushed some balls in this league. Do you feel guys are pitching you a little differently now? I, I actually, like I talked about you when you step into the batter's box, you look like a slugger when you step up there. You look like a guy who's going to be dangerous at the plate. Now that you've actually delivered on that, do you see guys pitching you a little differently? And, and what's that like? And how are you having to adjust to that? How's that moving along for you? Uh, yeah, uh, they definitely have been pitching me a little differently after after that game. Some. Uh, some less than others, you know, just the the typical not trying to try to bust me in more, or throw it away more. And I would just, and in my mind, you got to keep the same, you got to keep the same mentality. My, I talk to my uncle sometimes and I talk to Coach Joe. They they both tell me, you got to, you got to pick a spot and you got to hit, you got to hit that spot. You know what I mean? So you can't worry about, you can't hit all 17 inches. You have to, hey, you got a zone that if a ball comes in there, you can't miss it. That's that's what it is. And then with two strikes, you have to spread out, choke up, look to hit the ball the other way. If it's inside, you can turn on it. That, that's just a reaction, you know. But if it's the other way, look the other way, drive it the other way, get on, and, and it's for your team. And also Coach Jules told me, hey, the first two pitches, that's you. When you get two strikes on you, that's a team at bat. So I think you got to stay in that realm, and you got to stay consistent no matter what. The pitcher does. You got to be you. You know what I mean? It sounds like you talk to your uncle on a fairly regular basis. What's his name? Tell us about your uncle and, the, you know, his baseball acumen and history. And obviously he's a guy that you go to for advice. Yeah, I, I do. I talk to him sometimes a you little more than others. give a shout out, you know? Yeah, oh, uh, yeah, what's, what's up, uncle? How you doing? My, <laughs> his name is Dwayne Strong. And um, I just talked to him this morning. He has – he's um, – Playing the tournament in Fort Myers, it's it's something called um, RBI, Reviving Baseball in the Inner Cities, and I know he started coaching up the last couple of years, and and then he's coaching the older team, sixteen to eighteens, or one of the younger teams, thirteen to fifteens, and and um and I think that that's a that's a really big thing, and I know RBI was definitely a really big thing in 
in my life or whatever, my dad started, my dad actually started it up in our city. And yeah, it was just, it's just really something that's, that's amazing for, for kids in inner cities to, to play and do well. And because sometimes other people ain't give them the opportunities that, that they should have. The promoting of the growth of the game. I absolutely love it. I yes. know the program that you're talking about. We're up against a break. I'm getting the signal from Matt. I just want to ask each of you one last really quick question. Uh, for you, Khalid, when you hit a ball that obviously Scoop has described and, and we all know it's taken off when it goes over the fence. When you pure a ball and you just make that kind of contact and you know it's gone, what is the first thing that pops into your head? I don't want you to think about it. Just give me the reaction. What do you think when you hit a ball like that? Because I've never done that. I'm like, wow. <laughs> That's it? Yeah. <laughs> that was my reaction, too. Like, for sure. I hit it. I was like, wow. I'm like, man. And JT that... Gusweiler is also here. When <laughs> I think I exclaimed, holy crap, out loud. <laughs> yeah. From the top row of the dugout, or the, uh, from the, the bleachers there. From that Max Scherzer mindset and that pitching, the pitching side of the game, you got 14 strikeouts this year already. I mean, you're basically averaging two strikeouts in an inning. You're really throwing the ball well. So when you when you have a guy from the beginning of the bat and you set him up and then strike threes in there, especially when it's called and you know that he wasn't ready for what you threw, what do you think in that moment when you strike that guy out and you know he's got to turn around, bummed out, and go sit back down? Uh, next one. Like, come on, bring it on, bring it on, bring it on. You bring stay on right one. in that zone. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I, it's just it's it's always fascinating to hear that instantaneous mm-hmm. mindset that you have when you're out there. I know the feelings, on to the next one. The feelings that I used to have when I played baseball when I was a kid. There, believe it or not, there was a lot of swear words going to my head, like bleep, yeah, you know, stuff like that. But guys, thanks so much. Thank you, everybody. Get out and support the Utica Blue Sox. Uh, it is Khalid Cox and JT or Josh Gosweiler uh, that are joining us today. We're at gonna- Watertown, five oh five today, and home tomorrow against the Adirondack Trailblazers. 635 at Murnane Field at Donovan Stadium. And then Wednesday, there's a game that's free. Yeah, absolutely. And if, you, of course, you're a Utica Blue Sox fan, we're going to continue to have players. And we might even have these guys back in on, a, on an upcoming Sunday. So we're going to be with you through the entire season. This is the SportsZilla Show on ESPN Utica Rome. We're going to talk NHL, Comets, Canucks, and uh, talk about some roster moves next.